Good Up is our space to talk about those experiences in life we didn't know we all had in common. We're the after work happy hour conversation with your best friend. The place where you bring up the hard parts of life, the ones that made you laugh, and the things that made you who you are. Because who said becoming good up wasn't a little bit uncomfortable? Stay tuned for more information about this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome. (laughs) What was that? Welcome back to another episode. Something looks different here. Not quite sure what. Who's this? (laughs) Yo, we have got a special guest host. She's going to be hosting for a while with us because, hey, I got things to do, okay? I've been doing it, y'all. I've been doing it. I'm a fucking host of this podcast, motherfuckers. I'm the longest standing guest, motherfucker. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I told y'all. I told you, niggas. <laughs> Do I even have to introduce this broad? <laughs> Listen, they said this is a ghetto podcast. I'm a good girl. What's up? Yeah, we're very ghetto over here. We have Diamond. She is our guest co-host. Um, so it's the tw- it's a, the twins takeover. The twins taking over. I'm tr- so I'm trying to learn how to speak more on feminine according to the femininity content. <laughs> Get out of here, so Greater Yang. I'm with um, a softer tone or a more deep tone. Oh I'm speaking slowly. Gosh. And I'm just trying to be more sexy in the way I speak. It's because very fake. Nobody wants that. Everything that I'm trying to do is to attract men. <laughs> we have to take this seriously. <laughs> do we? Okay. Okay, you guys. Listen. First of all, you know what? There's a lot of exciting things happening. First of all, we've got some new exciting things to look forward to. A new segment. Oh, yes. We got listener letters. Uh, 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 uh. All we do. If, if you're a patron, then you know the look. If you're not, too bad. You just missed the little side eye. Yeah, me and Diamond have this like way that we look at each other whenever we like. <laughs> okay, so. No, seriously, I'm going to speak with this tone for the entire episode. I'm, okay, recording over. <laughs> okay, you guys. So, um, later in the episode, we have a listener letter, and you... <laughs> what? You will be vexed when, when I... Anyway, you guys, before we go any further... Let... That clap was too loud. It's not feminine. Well, we could cut it out. How about that? It's not feminine. All right, you guys, we have got an exciting episode tonight. Um, we, we, we've got a lot to talk about, but it's all going to come together. You want to tell the people what we're talking about? Girl, we're talking about y'all trash-ass apologies. <laughs> <laughs> no, no we're, we're talking about essentially we're talking about apology languages mm-hmm. um bet y'all didn't know that existed huh everybody talking about the five love language well girl it's five apology languages because people be fucking up yeah. but um <laughs> we're talking about the apology languages and we're using like public figures and times that they've had to apologize to mm-hmm. kind of give examples of when apologies go wrong or when they go right mm-hmm. or when they align with the the alleged apology languages because i still don't know who this man is or who told him he's the dictionary of love who the, the author and his wife oh the for- same author from the five love languages is who wrote apology oh languages. Yeah. that's interesting mm-hmm. so that girl let me find out some sort of a social thing that i need to write a whole book on and become girl, a guru about because be I'm- a guru about how to be dark-skinned <laughs> That's what we finna write a book about. All right, so um, you want to you want to list out the apology languages? Okay, girl. Yeah, here you list out the apology languages. Okay, so according to I didn't write his name, but if you Google the five love languages, 
that man and his wife and everybody gonna come up. The publication, the publisher, whoever. So the first one that they have listed is expressing regret. Essentially being like, yo, I'm sorry. That's is that no like that's the first one but no but when you said yo i'm sorry wouldn't expressing regret sound more like i can't believe i did that i would i shouldn't have done that i won't do that again one of the same well oh, okay let me finish. Let me finish. sorry i'm sorry let me finish that's okay. not feminine cutting people off <laughs> i just okay so here's the thing i have to troll because Deidre has a dope ass um series on her youtube <laughs> channel and shameless plug i'm that sister <laughs> So she posts femininity content and I adore it because it's, it's, it's more just content about how to balance your energy versus being feminine. Like the other toxic femininity channels. Yes. I'm calling y'all toxic. I'm calling you out. Subscribe to Patreon so you can see my face. What's tea? <laughs> You're so aggressive. I'm right now, a rapper. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, I'm, I'm feminine lady. So I'm going to speak slowly. I'm so Get back to the five okay, apology so language. The first apology language um, is expressing regret, essentially saying, I'm sorry. Okay. This is according to the book. I wrote it word for word, okay? Um, the second one is taking accountability, okay? And accountability seems to be a buzzword these days, kind of like toxic. Um, there's certain buzzwords in the... Accountability is my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> I live for accountability. Right. Most people do. So <laughs> taking accountability is admitting that you're wrong. So yes. It's one thing to say, I'm sorry, but to admit that you're wrong is... Like so, when I was doing the most the other night and I had to be like, Papa, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah, you better get closer to the mic so the people can hear you. <laughs> Shut up. I'll speak for you. You don't want me to do that. I'll tell all your business. <laughs> Look, back to the apology language. So the third one is making restitution. Now this is the, to me, this is the most important one because this one is figuring out how to make it right. Mm. I can show you the text messages, okay? Girl. I probably said all five of them languages, okay? That's a common still in my And to me, we're going to get into it. <laughs> Um, the fourth one, according to the book, is genuinely repenting. We know about the word repenting because of the Bible, girl. But it's basically being like, yo, I'm not doing that again, or I'll try not to do that again. That is repenting. Repenting doesn't just mean, hey, God, I did this, and I'm sorry. Repenting means, God, I did this, I recognize it's wrong, and I'm not doing it again. So the fifth and final love language, not love language, girl, we talked about that. Apology language is requesting forgiveness. And I put a dot, 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 because here we are. Who are you to ask somebody to forgive you? No, I just playing. That's my game. <laughs> I was about to be like, whoa! But so Deidre, right? Okay. Listening to the five apology languages. Uh-huh. Um, I have not read the book yet. I'm letting you guys know. I just summarized based off of, you know, the um the about section. You use critical thinking. I use critical thinking skills, but I do plan to read the book. I'm just letting you guys know. I plan to read it, but I have not. Well, read I'm it not yet. reading it. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> This is just an irony that shit. I already know how to apologize to my nigga. What's up? No, that's facts. <laughs> so here's why I choose to, I'm choosing to read it is because I, because I have a really bad relationship with apologies. That's just it. I do not like p- apologies. I think they're dumb. I think like, get a fuck out my face before I talk to you. That's me. What does your therapist think about that? I don't know if I've explored that with her yet. My <laughs> therapy is my business. Just questions. I know my therapist would not be here for that. But we ain't talked about that yet. <laughs> Mind your business. My therapy is my business. <laughs> my therapist taught me to tell people that. <laughs> you ain't got to tell everybody what we talk about, girl. Your therapy is your business. I said, you right. Okay. There we go. Okay, Keisha. <laughs> okay, Keisha. <laughs> we have to do more talking than laughing. <laughs> no. So, um, 
after listening to these, mm-hmm. do you think you have an apology language? Do I think I have an apology yes. language? I think I'm the divine feminine of apology. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I know. I yes or no? Yes. You know what? I'm a, okay. Dead ass. Dead. Dead. Dead ass. I think I'm bilingual as fuck or multilingual or whatever. Okay, apology. Talented, talented. I'm, and even before you telling me this, these like if I'm. If I'm apologizing for something, mm-hmm. then number one, I... Did you stop shaking the table? This is not love and hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> so if I've decided that I'm going to apologize for something, then offer it, that's because I'm actually wrong. And right. once I've accepted that I'm wrong in this situation, right. my goal, especially if I don't want to be wrong, because sometimes bitches don't want to be wrong and strong. Mm-hmm. And nigga, I'm not apologizing. Fine. But if I say, yo, let me just apologize, I pretty much do all those things. I could you the text message, right? No, I believe you because here's the thing. I do that naturally. Now, when I say I have a bad relationship with apologizing, I have no issues apologizing to people. But for some reason, because of me and my toxic trait of amputating people the first time you fucking diss me, when people do me wrong and then apologize, it'll be like, well, bitch, fuck you. You don't do it. I know I don't trust you forever. So that wasn't very feminine. I do apologize. But, um, no, so for me, I, and this is another reason why I want to explore reading the book because I want to get an understanding of why I have a hard time receiving apologies. Mm-hmm. I have flat out in the middle of somebody trying to apologize to me, been like, no, you could keep that. And they would be like, face like, wait, what? And, I, and they would be like, no, but I just want to, no, girl. You gonna keep that fucking apology and get out of my face with it too? I like we're we were raised by the same person, y'all. I just don't understand. We're such different people, like. Right. And and so for me, it's just like I guess it's the action behind the apology yeah. because like for me, once I've amputated you, that's it. There's no action for you. Yeah. There's no apology for you. But if I love you, if I care about you, and you do something wrong, I low key want all five. I'll find apology love languages. So my okay, now I'm confused. You want apologies or you don't want apologies? I want apologies from people that I love down. So you, I want an apology from. Some random bitch that I work with, bitch, I don't want a fucking apology from you. Some but, but, but let me ask you this though. Let me just ask you this. Because I want apologies from Dylan. You're giving me Medea vibes right no. now. <laughs> like, don't do that. I ain't even got no good. <laughs> so okay. So the only reason why I'm a little bit like I'm just trying to get a little bit more understanding because wh- what are the grounds? If somebody offends you and just and when I say offend, I don't mean racist and shit. I just mean if somebody did something that they didn't realize was a problem for you. If they didn't realize that there was a boundary that they crossed and they're trying to apologize, you just don't want it. No, so that's different. Okay, if somebody unintentionally or if somebody accidentally offends me, right? Mm-hmm. Then. Sure, I, I'll accept that apology. How would you I'm, know? I'm, how would I know? Because so there's a difference. So for example, if you start making jokes about um, miscarriages, right? Who me? Well, I wouldn't. Not you, you, but if somebody's making jokes about people, women who have lost children, right? Whether it be by abortion, miscarriage, anything like that, stillbirth. If you're just making jokes about that or saying insensitive things. You don't know my story, so you're not going to know that you're offending me. And if, we, if I ever give you the opportunity to know that about me and you choose to apologize for being like, yo, that was insensitive and I didn't realize I was offending you, I would accept that apology. But if we get into a disagreement and you choose to disrespect me during a disagreement, I don't want an apology for that because you're making a choice to offend me, to hurt me, to be rude to me. So I guess it just depends. Mm-hmm. If it's something that you weren't privy to, then I will allow it and I will accept that apology. But if you are making a choice to 
I don't know. Okay, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. When I was working my life, my little getaway security job back in the day when I was hustling, right? I was <laughs> a security guard, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's a bit time yeah. embarrassing. I know. But no, first of all, also, if you're, if you're a patron, you know the vibes. I got my do-rag. I look like a It's very luxurious. It's so luxurious. <laughs> but um, if you're listening, bitch, I look like a nigga with winged eyeliner. I got on a do-rag. I got on hoop earrings. I got on my t-shirt. Sure, what's that? Tell me but, about the dowel. No, okay, so experience. <laughs> Give you an example. I'm working on a post that I'm unfamiliar with because to start, I don't even work on posts for this company. I work in the office creating schedules. Yeah. So I'm not very familiar, but I do know the company's procedures. And I'm guarding the gate at a gated community. Mm-hmm. I am carrying a weapon. And this family who Airbnb'd one of the villas in the community, um, they are not the residents that I'm used to. Mm-hmm. I'm following procedure. They have an attitude and they are being disrespectful. So what's disrespectful to you? Disrespectful being like saying nasty shit, like calling me names. They called you names? Yeah. Like just dumb shit. Like just being disrespectful. Not just like, if you have an attitude, cool. You probably had a long day. Maybe you just fucking They called you names? What did they say? I mean, they didn't call me, they didn't say bitch or anything, but it was like, they were just trolling the fact that I'm like a security guard. Oh, she just like, you know how niggas be? Oh, like a runner cop. Yeah, they were doing a runner cop thing. (laughs) And I'm in there like, I don't have to take this. This is dumb. But not even just that. This is a black man, mind you, a big black man and his wife. So she's in the passenger seat egging him on. He's in the passenger seat being, in the driver's seat being hella aggressive. Let me know how many ways they're going to find a way to get in this community if I don't open the gate. Just being what? real aggressive, right? That's absurd. And so for me, now my guard is heightened because number one, I'm triggered. Met, just violence in general or threaten, threats of violence or attacks mm-hmm. trigger me. I have been attacked by a man before. I know what it feels like to be hit by a man. I don't like it. I don't ever want to experience it. So I got this gun on my hip. I done ready to go. Shut. I would have pulled the gun. So I ain't pulled the gun. Because <laughs> I would have pulled it. I would have been like, oh, so what's up? Let me just. But obviously, I can't pull my gun I because know. I'm on the clock. But I know. Just saying, I'm in a situation where I'm forced to remain as professional as possible while two adults are threatening violence against me and just threatening me in general and being combative. What a disappointment. And I st- yeah. And so it's to the point where it's being escalated. I have to call. Um, this company owner or this supervisor, all this shit, and it finally gets resolved because guess what? The security guards before me didn't properly document that they were guests at the house. Oh, wow. The next day, I'm working the post again, and when they come up to the gate, they try to apologize. Now, fuck you. Thank you. I don't want your fucking apology. See, that's... So, that's a whole... That's... I'm so disappointed to know that black people... Black well, people are so comfortable being unkind to each other. Right. That's so and, wild to me. Right. And so we don't need to go into all the deepness. But yeah. the point is, in that moment, I could have been the bigger person and accepted the, the apology. Yeah. But I didn't want it. And I just, in the middle of him apologizing, I said, no, you could keep that. Period. And I don't give a fuck that I'm on a clock at this point. You can't keep that. Yeah. You know, his wife, of course, because you know the you know the girls. Y'all be standing up for y'all husbands. I'm so proud of y'all. But no, I don't like nobody boy child enough to stand. You, right. First of all, so if, now she is is being now she has an attitude because I'm not accepting her husband's apology. Well, you I, and your, I open the gate and I'm just like, y'all can go. Y'all can go. Yeah. I don't want your apology. Yeah. You good. Go. Black like, people are too comfortable. Look at fucking the game. Look at how Tasha Mack used to be out here bulldozing people. Right. And then, oh, I'm sorry, girl. You know I'm crazy, bitch. Yeah, what? no. Well, I'm crazy too. And I had a gun. So exactly. So in a situation like that, no, I do not want your apology. I'll give you another situation. That's reasonable. Um, my last roommates, um, they basically, I went into the rental agreement 
with the understanding, because I was coming in late into the release term. It was like two more months left to the lease. To the lease. Yeah. I said, hey, I'm only willing to join you guys on this lease if we're guaranteed to renew for this same location, because blah, 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 blah. They knew the story. Long story short, we agreed to all of that. I pay them the money. I moved in. By the end of that month that I move in, they're telling me, oh, we're actually not going to renew the lease. Yeah. So now I'm like, wow, this sucks. I didn't get fucked up with them. I didn't get nasty. I just let them know, well, I'm going to have, I'm not going to stay for next month because the money I would use to pay y'all, I have to now use to move to Jersey to be with my sister. Yeah. Fine. The next day now, now they're trying to get as much money as they can out of me and the situation to cover their asses. So all of a sudden they're hitting me with, oh, well. The light bill came in for the time you were here. Cool, I'll pay my portion. But then they want to give me a portion of a water bill. I was just here less than 30 days. I don't owe you anything for the water from the quarter before. So now it turns into a back and forth with me and them. They're choosing to get disrespectful. Mm-hmm. When I say somebody's choosing to get disrespectful, I mean calling names, being aggressive, um, just using nasty language that's unnecessary. Yeah. Okay? Um, they're choosing to become disrespectful. For me, now. <laughs> We're trying to clap back. What's up? Yeah. But the next day, I guess, I don't know who called them out or who, who corrected them, but the next day, one of the girls comes trying to apologize to me in the middle of her apology. Mm-hmm. No, sis, you could keep that. Yeah. I'm still not going to call you names. I'm not going to do all of that, but you could keep it. I don't want your apology. I don't care what heat of the moment. I'm at a place in my life where I'm elevated enough to not choose. I'm not going to disrespect people. No matter how much you upset me, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be a fucking bitch to you. Yeah. I got you might have an attitude and stuff, but I'm just of the mindset of not taking on my bullshit on people and not treating others how I don't want to be treated. Yeah. So when people treat me poorly, I have no room for you. I'm amputating the fuck out of you and I don't want your apology. I don't care. I don't care if you went to God and God himself tell you to apologize. Keep that fuck. Cause the way I see it, you're not apologizing for me. You're apologizing for you, for you. And I don't care. I get that. So that's what I, I guess. That, I'm those just, are instances for me. I get that. I guess, and you know what? I just, I'm not used to situations where, I mean, I haven't been around people who are so blatantly disrespectful in so long. And that's, right. you know but what I mean? But, but that's, that's why I'm so shocked. Cause I'm like. But you're also the fucked up twin. Like you the fuck, you don't fuck around. <laughs> What's <laughs> that supposed no, to be? I, mean, I, I feel like people offer it just don't fuck with you because they know you ain't, you bought a life. You know, that's the irony of it all. Is yeah. Because people see this smile and People I'm, see you and assume that you're the super sweet, super whatever, right? But then they get to know you and they realize, oh, this bitch, I bought it, bought it. Oh, I'm bought it, bought it. Right. But <laughs> people don't ever know where I stand. Mm-hmm. They don't know if I'm bought it, bought it. People don't even know what I'm not type of fight. For the record, I can fight <laughs> and I can shoot and I will stab you because I got it from my mother. What's up? But, <laughs> But no, seriously, so DJ, DJ uh, Yeah, I, I don't have any... You don't have those experiences. I've never had experiences, especially in my adulthood, except for with my ex, but that's, we used to disrespect yeah. each other. But, yeah, we, but people are, people stay trying me. That's so and, wild. and I think that's why I don't like apologies, because it's like, after you've done, make the decision to try me, you think you could come and tell me, sorry, bitch, fuck you. Once I amputate you up, my life is good. I'm Gucci. Yeah. There's only certain people on this earth that can give me an apology, and I yeah. accept it. Even if it's a bullshit apology... I'm only going to accept it if it's like you, mommy, Dylan, Olivia, like only people that I feel like I need for the, for the rest of my life. If I don't feel like I need you for the end of my, till the end of my days, I'm good on you. Yeah. So speaking of bullshit apologies, what in your mind constitutes as a bullshit apology? Because to me, for me, it's very simple. Like for me, it's very simple. Mm-hmm. If you apologize for something and you repeat it, 
it's that's, yeah. that's a bullshit apology. That, or there's you could you either apologize and you repeat it, or you apologize. Don't fucking hit me with a but. There is no excuse for what you've done. Even I get you trying to explain your side of it, but at the end of the day, regardless of your intentions, it did have a certain impact on me. You see what I'm saying? No, seriously. Intention and if, if intention and impact are two totally different things. And even if you didn't mean to offend me. You did. So I don't need a but. I don't need an explanation. If I say, yo, what you just did hurt my feelings for X, Y, Z reason, you either apologize or you don't. But don't apologize and then hit me with the, I'm so sorry, but keep that but, you know? Don't hit me with the but and don't hit me with the, I'm sorry if I offended you. Oh, that's when I will flip the fucking table. That's when... I think there was a miscommunication. No, there wasn't. wasn't. No, there wasn't. At least sometimes miscommunications happen. Sometimes miscommunications happen. Um, but I don't like the, um, if I offended you and all that, <laughs> you so extra <laughs> dumb. <laughs> so let's, let's, um, let's think of some, you know, cause for some reason we don't just people, these celebrities business just always in our face. So we shout out to the shade room. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't, I don't know, turn on their post notifications. You know what it's like to be minding your business and then out of the blue, you see other people's business just on your feed and then oh, such and such apologizes for XYZ, but didn't mean it. Girl, so any celebrity apologies that you can think of off the top of your head where like you have any like examples of like a good celebrity apology? Okay, person? girl, let me tell you. I got, I got my notes. <laughs> This, this who I'm about to mention is who inspired this episode to be kidding. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So yeah. Oh, so yeah. You're not <laughs> not on. T- no, no, you can go. So, <laughs> so in the last few months, the trend has been to drag Tyra Banks and the entire team of America's Next Top Model and their creators because of all the problem problematic bullshit that they got away with. For the entire 10,000 years that they've been on the air. Are they even still on the air? Like, they have now left the air. Oh, my gosh. Right. So, apparently... um, So, that's a thing. Um, And most recently, I bucked up, girl. I bucked up on this video of Tyra Banks. She was featured on some little white girl's little um, podcast or little YouTube video or whatever. I saw it on on YouTube. Go on YouTube and type in Tyra Banks A-N-T-M apology. Those are the keywords, girl. And so she's basically just like the girls ask her, like, so girl, you be getting dragged. About- First of all, that like Katie and Brenda or whatever the other white girl's name did not talk to Tyra like that. Time's I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm paraphrasing. Okay. Cause I'm like, not- Katie and, and Barbara aren't here right now. It's not in the deep girl. <laughs> but no, so Katie and Barbara was basically like, bitch, you've been getting dragged. Okay. And what's up? Do you understand what kind of bullfuck you been <laughs> Tyra sat there so fucking eloquently. Yo, I pageant. saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Tyra definitely bodied that fucking apology. Halfway through her apology, I DM'd that fuck the DJ. I was like, this bitch. Because I'm not mad at her anymore. I'm not, first of all, if anybody come in my DM vex with Tyra, I'm going to send it, return to sender. Return to sender. Because Tyra apologized and she won't stop apologizing. Like, let me, girl. So, <laughs> so, girl. So Tyra literally, I swear, I don't know if it's a PR bitch. Or just Tyra herself. But either way, this apology, in my opinion, covered all five yeah, of, the, of the apology absolutely. absolutely. She literally, exp- she all five apology languages. Sis expressed regret. She took accountability. She, she made restitution by being like, I don't know how else I can make it right. Here's how I did make it right. And here's how I will continue to make it right. And just to interject on that, 
pretty much Tyra Banks, because in this interview, she said, yo, when I first did my, you know, I apologized when it first came out years ago. Of course, not everybody. She apologized before it came out. That's what I'm saying. Her book. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. So she was saying that, like, even before her talk show came out, she's been apologizing. So in her book, she addressed it. These are her words. Her words. You know, in my book, I addressed it. But obviously not everybody read the book. When I did the talk show, I addressed it. But of course, not everybody in the world seen the, has seen the talk show. In interviews I've done, I've addressed it. And she, you know what she, she said, anytime it comes up, I'm going to apologize for it. I can never apologize too much for what I did. I suck. <laughs> Spirit of Tara Banks and I'm loving the microphone. What about spirit guides there in my office because the microphone did not die. No, but seriously, that was such a like that apology was the best apology I've ever seen out of Hollywood. Yeah, that was ever. a really good public. First of all, it wasn't an iOS press release, so that's enough for me right there. Right. The fact that she didn't go on her little notes keyboard and point on Instagram is enough for me. And I love that she didn't do the if or the but. Like she didn't make excuses for anything. She says, yo, looking back, that was trash. She said she wrong. cringed. I've cringed. She's like, I cringe when I go back and watch Pop Model. Like, and I'm just like. You know what, girl? I'm gonna <laughs> take it. First of all, we don't be accepting for boys. Up- well, we don't. I don't. <laughs> Y'all be. I was about to say, I don't even know what that is. I'm talking about the general population because unfortunately, there's still a good. They still out. There's still a good group of people who accept apologies from fuck boys. If y'all up, this bottom line is, if you can accept an apology from a fuck boy, you can accept Tyra Banks' apology, and that's the way I see it. I- and I'm not about to cancel. I'm not about to cancel a, a black, black woman. woman. Not even just that. I'm going to. I'm, I- Name a black woman you're going to cancel, Stacey Dash. She don't even identify as black, so it's she's not, not even like I'm canceling a black Here's woman. Here's the thing. But I'm not canceling a black woman so easily. Yeah. And he, me particularly... want to be wrong and strong, yeah. I, and that's the thing. She's not being wrong and strong. Even when she says, yo, I've addressed this before, the fact that she said, but I will always apologize. Whatever comes up, I'm going to continue to apologize because as many people need to hear this apology, they're going to get it. So that right there is dope as hell to me. But also... Yes, there were a lot of offensive things that took place on America's Next Top Model, but let's not try to act like Tyra Banks didn't create something for tons and tons of models who probably would never have even made it on TV on TV or outside of their towns. That's not to say that there was not a lot of cringy abuse on that show, let's be clear. But at the end of the day, you can't, you can't, you know, you can't have... And not even just models, but... Not even just models, but creative directors, photographers, makeup artists, stylists, fashion designers. Yeah. Right. Up until Top Model, I didn't know what the fuck it was to be a makeup artist. I never seen that shit. On Top Model, you're watching people do these bitches' makeup, and it's like, wait, there are people who just get paid to put makeup on people's faces? That Jay Manuel, the creative director, what does that mean? So you just get to make bitches look like art, and you get... And you get paid for that. So she created opportunities and she opened doors. If not... I mean, I'm sure those roles already exist. No, they exist. But, but what I'm saying is make sense for us. And yeah. it makes sense. That's what I mean. I'm not saying she opened those doors and created those roles. I'm mm-hmm. saying she brought in the viewers, the little black girls who only knew, bitch, go to college, become a doctor, lawyer, Indian chief or whatever. She opened... She Is that politically correct? I don't think so. <laughs> don't cancel me. But no, but seriously, she literally... Open our eyes to different career possibilities yeah. as it relates to the, the beauty industry, the yeah, modeling industry. Absolutely. Like you don't just have to be a model. You can photograph the models. You mm-hmm. can do, you know, like we know about hairstylists. I'm sorry, up until top model, I did not know that makeup artists exist. Right. Existed. Excuse me. Yeah, that makes sense. So Tyra Banks is a good example of 
That was a superb apology. An optimal apology. To me. To me. <laughs> Jay-Z's apology with 444. Now, we don't know how he apologized to, to the queen of the land in private. But to me, <laughs> his public apology to his queen, basically on that song, being like, girl, I done fucked up. <laughs> okay? And I ain't doing it no more. To me, that was a good apology. Yeah. God knows how much more profuse apologizing had to be done behind the scenes. But I mean, me, listen to Sorry. You know that nigga had to beg. <laughs> like she left a note in the hallway. You don't think that man had to beg? Okay. I don't. I don't even have a hallway. Right? <laughs> I'm going to create a hallway and a nigga to leave a note for in the hallway. Bitch. Okay. From the time I hear, I left a note in the hallway. I said, "Oh, and she took him back." Okay. So he That's had to it. work with. Yeah. You hear a man say he had to move his family across the country? Oh. 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 Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> So yeah, but we so so bullshit apologies. Uh-huh. Bullshit apology. Obviously, this wasn't even an apology. You know what? Who that bitch Tory Lanez? <laughs> that, that's all Tory Lanez gets yeah. out of me. It's a, a scarf. Right. Fuck so, that little. Bitch. So the situation with him and Meg, that would have been an opportunity to apologize, but obviously he didn't, and that 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 like kind of goes into like that unapologetic shit, right? Because. I would hope that the book mentions when people are just unapologetic. And I think that's something that needs to be addressed when talking yeah. about the apology love um, languages. Because I'm, for the most part, an unapologetic person. I have, like, it, if you, if I unintentionally or if I, unbeknownst to myself, do something to offend you, I'm obviously going to apologize. But I work really hard not to offend people and not to be addicted to people. And if I owe somebody an apology, I'm going to give it to them. For the most part, I'm kind of unapologetic, right? So... I hope the book talks about that kind of thing because there are people who are truly unapologetic. Like, bitch, I did it and I don't give a fuck how it made you feel. You know, I low-key, I don't expect an apology out of Tory Lanez. Um, first of all, if you decide to shoot somebody, mo- nine times out of ten, there's never going to be a chance of you wanting that. Unless you did it by accident. You see what I'm saying? Like, he shot that girl in the foot. He, ain't got, he, ain't had no, he, ain't had no, he didn't care. Alleg- that- allegedly. <laughs> girl. Oh, allegedly. He allegedly shot Megan in the foot. So if by chance he is the person who picked up the gun, pointed it at Megan the Stallion's feet and shot, he ain't apologizing because that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, the story's all over the place. We ain't gonna talk about that too much. But yeah. just in general, just like, use this time to reflect on what it is to apologize, how you receive apologies, how you want to issue your apologies. And just um, think about how that can better your life, you know? Oh my god. <laughs> That's my feminine balanced centered voice. <laughs> Yo <laughs> this girl <laughs> Well, I mean less so speaking of unapologetic, I feel like I have I saw Iloho's video. Well actually I couldn't stomach it. It was annoying. Which one? About Sukiana. Um, and she pretty much was, and what I will say, because she was saying what you and I were saying was, this is more so an OnlyFans issue. Why is this content able to leave OnlyFans? Why is it so easy for this content to leave OnlyFans? Um, so that was pretty much her thing, um, in her video, but I still couldn't finish the video because it still gave me very much respectability politics. And I just don't have the energy for it because I'm really, 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 that whole thing of what about the kids is very tired. And just to give you guys some context, if you don't know who Sukiana is, because Loki, I didn't know who she was until her picture. Shade. 
I really I didn't. I don't be knowing yeah. stuff. I be minding nah. my business baking cookies and shit. Um, but Sukiana was on OnlyFans with her man, you know, slobbing on his knob. Let, let me tell the girls who Suki is. Sukiana okay. is a black woman who raps some raunchy shit, and she's out of Miami, Florida, um, or South Florida. I don't know if she's from Broward or Dade, but either way, she's a, a, a South Florida rapping girl, and she sings about this. The, the, think city girls, but on another level. Like, she will talk about the feeling of a dick in her throat. Oh. Suki okay. is very, very graphic. She has always been that way. That has always been her brand. I'm surprised her pussy has not slipped out on Instagram. She does what she wants. You have, like... I don't know if she's ever been a stripper, but she very openly raps about sex work and tricking and not giving a fuck and having a nigga, but tricking. Like, she's very that. She's the, combine all the ratchet rap girls, Sukiana is all of that in one, but even more proud because she don't do the shit that the rest of the girls will do with, oh, I sing about being a hoe, but I'm not a hoe. Sukiana will be like, I'm a hoe. Yeah, so she real about her shit and she's from the hood hood and she just know start getting a little more mainstream because I love her hip-hop, but Suki been in the... Look. She been doing that. Up to while I was living in Miami, she's at cookouts in the hood. Like... I love Suki's that. Suki's that girl. So I fucking love me some Suki and I unfollowed her Instagram because I personally couldn't take scrolling through and just randomly seeing pussy prints in my face. You know? Yeah, but that... and, and But that's exactly what you should be doing. Yeah, I just unfollowed, but if I see something from her that I love, I'm engaged. Yeah. If Suki drops music that I want to hear, I'm going to listen. But I'm not going to sit on and be like, oh my God, I'm so tired of this bitch always on the internet showing her pussy. Yeah. Her pussy print. Because, um, yeah, people do that about Megan Thee Stallion all the time. Like, oh, oh Megan does on the internet. It's twerk. It's like, you literally don't have to follow her. You see, like, yeah. that's how it works. It's her page to post what she wants, and you could control your page by just unfollowing her. That's it. So, back to Suki. Um, Suki and her man was busting down on fucking OnlyFans, okay? And they made their money, okay? And obviously, some haters, like, screen recorded it or screenshot it or something and shared it on more public platforms. And so people are pissed. The girls want to know, why do we... Think about the churn, okay? The girls want to know why we... Because you keep shaking the table. I keep shaking the table. I mean, I got something to say. Right. But the girls want to know why everybody keeps seeing Suki in these sexual... In this, you know, these, um, like, how you say, what's the word, Deidre? Como se dice? Um, oh, I didn't realize we were Latina. We're, we don't have to be Latina to speak Spanish, sweetie. That's true. No, but, um, suggestive. Girl, ain't nothing, su- there's no. suggestive and then there's just straight up sex. <laughs> oh, because, for example, right, that picture that you saw, without that meme over it, would you have assumed that... I would have assumed that it was just an ugly picture or just a picture that was cut really? off her. Yeah, like... Oh, it looked you, like she was sucking dick to me. She just was in... She's, she's in a pool. She's out of the pool. She looks wet. She looks a mess. But to me... I it, thought the pool was a backdrop. I thought she was, like, on her knees. No, I oh. feel like she was in the pool leaning out. Either oh. way, when I saw the picture before reading the words, I assumed that it was just an off-guard picture of her. Oh. And then when I read the words, I said, oh, she just came for fucking... For money, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But... For me, it's just like, what was I, what was I getting at? Because you know my head ain't no good. Um, people are asking why she always has suggestive. Right. So people are like, oh, she always has suggestive content and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like. It's hers. She, it's hers. She's a grown woman. If this is how she wants to present herself, this is how she's going to present herself. Right. So what, who cares? You either know that it's real, you either know that it's jokes, or you either don't care or don't know or don't want to care. Who cares? Exactly. Your check, and, and it goes back to what you were saying about the respectability politics mm-hmm. of it all. Like, 
people are still stuck in this thing of acting the way people want you to act and the way society says we have to act and the way that's respectable and the way that right. properly represent black people. Here's the thing. It don't matter how well you present yourself as a black person, non-black people or people who are anti-black are going to shit on you regardless. Regardless, I exactly. Could, it doesn't matter if I walk around here and speak the best English and use no profanity and I and I, I kiss the white man's ass and all this shit and I have the most money, I'm still going to be treated like shit by the non-black. It's my own people that's likely to treat me like shit if they don't like even the fucking crease of my eyeliner. Oh, let's talk about that. So for me, I just, I can't take it. I'm going to be defensive. I'm going to defend all black people unless they give me a reason not to defend them. And I'm sorry, sex work is just not a reason for me not to defend you or protect yeah. you as a black person. I just, if you're a pedophile, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I, got some, I got some hands for you, bitch. But if you want to sell your pussy, I'm going to fuck. <laughs> that's just how I see it and I wish more people saw it that way yeah I just don't understand why people are always so concerned with what other people choose to do with their lives like is she taking first of all is she a danger to society yeah is she recruiting like now if she's out here recruiting children to be sex workers then y'all can worry about the damn children she's minding her fucking business and let's, and let's talk about misogyny noir right huh? because let's talk about a lyric that Trina herself said in, in what song, um, The Baddest Bitch, I think, where she said, if um if I had the chance to be a virgin again, I'd be fucking by the time I'm 10. Trina was never canceled for that. Trina was never called out, to my knowledge. But Suki, who out here just saying, telling grown women, why you stop fucking these niggas for free when you can get your bills paid? Y'all mad at her for that? She's not saying, bitch, I'm gonna go back. Like, she's not saying any of that. Yeah. So it's just like... Shut up! The problem is the girls are mad because they realize that they joined the party too late. <laughs> I, so I'm mad I joined the party. Shit, sure, I'm mad I joined the motherfucking party too late. <laughs> I gotta, you know what I tell you the last time I was here with you? Listen, but well, that's how I figured out. You know what I recently, I forget where I, ha- I heard this, but it makes so much sense. Usually, if you encounter somebody that you don't like and you're constantly going on and on about what you don't like about that person, that's actually something you don't like about yourself. So, so what you're telling me is it's the hoes on the low that's mad at Suki because she's not a hoe on the low. She, she a hoe she's a proud hoe. She's a proud hoe she and she getting her hoe. bills paid. And these she hoes on... She a hoe on the high. <laughs> a high paid hoe. Bars! She's <laughs> in bars. Um, yeah, so, I mean, and I think Sukiana would be a good person to consider unapologetic, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Brianna is very unapologetic. <laughs> Unless she does, like, because I love that apology she issued with the whole Fenty thing. I do, song. too. I really resent that, it, and, because obviously Rihanna was not the creative director. Obviously, Rihanna did not curate the playlist, but, of course, maybe she did. No, no, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. No, I'm just saying, I'm sure she had other things to worry about. You know what I mean? I'm sure she's but out she here delegating. But, no, what I'm saying is, if by chance she not the person who curated that playlist it sucks that and i know this comes with being the boss it sucks that she's the one who is seen as the person who caused the offense you see what i'm saying right. it's rihanna's brand she's the reason why this happened and it's like she probably was like bitch i didn't even know what the <laughs> you know but with all that that makes it even more admirable the amount of accountability that she was willing to take because it's like she could have very well been like i had no idea that was happening because i wasn't the creative director yeah but she like took how mark jacobs be doing <laughs> so she but she took full accountability yo we're so sorry this happened it was offensive we uh, we apologize you know it was yeah. no deflecting it was none of that and i don't know if she wrote it or if her publicist wrote it doesn't really matter um, I feel like she wrote it. I think she did. That's so. my bitch. Yeah, I love Rihanna. I really enjoy she that Rihanna. She making pasta. But um, I do... Um, I vegetables with a steak knife. <laughs> I love Rihanna. I enjoy her too. Rihanna. 
<laughs> I love her too. Um, but I think it was, I think her apology was pretty dope. Um, it kind of sucked because you still saw people in the comments like doing the most. What was really a little disturbing to me, I'm not going to lie, was people who are not Muslim accepting the apology. <laughs> and I was like, this is not our apology to accept That's people. Like, can we just leave this between Rihanna and the people who she offended right. or the people that her brand offended? offended because right. I don't think that Rihanna offended them. I think her brand her offended brand. them. Yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> what was that? Sorry. No, you're good. I thought you were about to say something. No, no, no. I'm no. Yeah. So, um, so you, so you still just ain't gonna be accepting apologies in the streets. I think you should talk to your therapist about it for sure. My therapy is my business. I'm just no, no, no. no. But I, I feel like I've already created that. I don't know. It, it, it just works for me. It yeah. just works for me. Just I have people who, the people who are worth it. Yes, like. Mm-hmm. I, I go, okay, I can put, I can be out of bed, right? My little big body red bone, right? <laughs> you go ahead when all the girls start Kermit typing, trying to figure yeah, out what you're Kermit talking type. about. That nigga don't, he only posts on Instagram once a year. I've never tagged him in anything. Y'all could Kermit type all you want. I'm going to But um, I only have like 300 followers on Instagram. <sighs> He's perfect. Hello. <laughs> so my little big body red bone, right? We, we, we started like talking, like cause we've known each other since we were like 12, right? That's right. Aww. Right. So we've known each other since we were children. Um, I had a bad crush on him in middle school. Never said anything. Um, I think around senior year, we flirted a little bit, right? Cute. And we lost touch. And every time we were home for carnival or for fair or whatever, we would see each other and, oh, hi, how you doing? It's good to see you. I didn't know this never had like me too, right? So recently, I would say like last summer, right? Mm-hmm. He, um, not last summer, excuse me, Thanksgiving of 2018, mm-hmm. sweetie, he, um, he randomly messaged me on Snapchat, some mm-hmm. really beautiful words. And I was like, oh my God, this nigga likes me. <laughs> but I had just break up with my, um, big red ex, right? So <laughs> I used to call it big red. Move over, make some room. <laughs> I had just break up with my big red ex. And I was like, not in a place to like be floating and dating and all of that. And I didn't want to, uh, how you say, um. Rebounds. Rebounds on him, right? Yeah. So we chatted a little bit. We kept in touch. We saw each other for Christmas break and stuff. But that was it. Um, and we just kept in touch. And then he fell off the face of the earth in like late summer, mm-hmm. right? When I moved to Miami. And I was like, okay, whatever. My boy boss has seen our Facebook with a whole girlfriend. Girl, my little feelings were hot. Not because he had a girlfriend, but because he didn't talk to me about it. Because I was essentially ghosted by somebody that I liked. That I had... I can't say I had history with him, but I did because of how long we've known each other and all of that. Yeah. So it hurt my feelings and I was, I was very passive aggressive. I ain't even gonna hold you. I went, I liked the post and I kept it pushing. Probably unfriended him to be honest. But, um, either way, months later, I guess him and the girl broke up and he tried to like, come like, Oh no, in my way, girl. (laughs) So, (laughs) so I wasn't even that whole one red. Like, sweetie, I don't know you. Why are you texting me? I don't know you. Um, and he was very persistent and all of this stuff. And like, he eventually called me or he asked me to call him or whatever. And after like, maybe like a month of him, like consistently trying to reach out to me, I yeah. finally was like, what do you want? Like, hi. Yeah. Long story short, he profusely apologized. And I was like, I don't accept your apology. <laughs> but you know what though? You don't have to. I don't have to. Especially I, because that shit, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't accept my right. shit either. And so I didn't, and I explained to him what bothered me. He, you, 
And here's the thing with him. He's one of them psychology, psychology niggas. So, you know, I you don't want to be playing mind games with me with your little psychology You thing? are so toxic. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm not. That nigga is getting a fucking You're so doctor. You're so paranoid. Oh, my God. He's getting a doctor in the psychology thing. So, you know what I right? So, essentially, he apologized using all the five um, apology languages. And this yeah. is before I knew what it was. He probably knew what it was because you know psychology. And, um... You know, he, he he expressed regret. He took accountability. He offered, how can I make it right? And I was like, well, nigga, I don't know, because I don't even want your little apology. So what's up? Yeah. Um, he genuinely repented. Oh, I'll try not to do it again, blah, blah, blah. He requested forgiveness. And at that moment, it was like, nope. And months later, so we're still in contact. How did he request forgiveness? Because this, I guess maybe just hearing request forgiveness. No, because he for basically me, was like, he, he, he asked, like, how can I make it right? And I said, well, I don't know um, because I don't even want your apology. And he goes, well, I'm going to keep trying until you forgive me. Aww. And I said, well, I don't forgive you and I'm not going to, uh-huh. but we can, we could, we could be friends again. No, bitch. <laughs> well, you don't have to be my friend. I'm just telling you, I'm open to being friends. I'm not holding a grudge. I don't hate you, but I don't accept your apology. Because uh, in the history of Diamond, people would apologize and do the same thing over. I have not had good relationships with apologies. I so for me, it just it just feels pointless. Because I would hate if I accept your apology and then you go do the same shit and now I'm mad at me and you. So that's why I was just like, you know, I don't accept your apology, but I don't hate you. Mm-hmm. And so needless to say, we've been speaking ever since. Mm-hmm. And I have little um, little feelings for him or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But... I still didn't accept his apology. And I'll probably accept his apology if I get some dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was me being toxic. I think, um, I think, I mean, y'all been talking. I don't, I don't know. This between I mean, but we've never had the conversation, but I have never formally been like, oh, I accept your apology, sweetheart. Yeah. Maybe he just assumed that you did. He probably, when you assume me, my class will tell you on me. <laughs> but I do like him a lot. And I do think he hasn't repeated the, the thing and all of that. So yeah. I forgive him, but yeah. I haven't told him yet. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I think, I think it's possible to forgive somebody without accepting their apology. I, I think so. Tell 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 us what you think. That is not you can't. It is possible. You can if you want somebody without accepting their apology. How? Like you could if you if you punch me in the face right now, right? <laughs> no, let's move on to listener questions. I think it's possible. Y'all let us know what y'all think. Yeah, listen. When we post, we need to give us some kind of an emoji if you think diamond is toxic. If you, <laughs> if you think. That, <laughs> diamond emoji i think part of forgiving them is accepting their apology no uh, what <laughs> you can't you, because the thing is I because, feel no, so here's about to change the game because okay. you can forgive someone if you haven't even received an apology so that means because look right let's say you hurt me i just look at the listen to question i listen to you though you could hurt me right and I could be holding this grudge. Like, I hate you forever. Yeah. And then I could forgive you, but you've never apologized for hurting me. That's true. So the same should go for somebody broke your heart or somebody hurt your feelings. They apologize. You don't accept the apology, but you forget that. Because in the little proverb, proverb, 
pro- the prophets be saying to forgive people for <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking long for them. <laughs> You are really teetering on problematic. Forgive them for yourself. Oh my gosh. Oh shit. Murder. Okay. Well, I had to decline the call. We recorded. Oh, she called you. Yeah. Okay. So I have a. I have a listener question. Girl, Kamala Harris. Yo, we gotta go, Kamala. Oh my god! Yeah, that's right. It's happening right now. Now at ten o'clock, girl. It's probably Western Pacific time or Pacific Standard Time. I'm gonna watch the highlights. Yeah, we'll watch the highlights. Oh no, I'll just go watch the whole thing later. Yeah. Okay. So we got a listener letter. Um, it came in the form. Of, excuse me. I tried not to burp in the mic. It came in the form of a voice note. Um, I'm gonna just paraphrase because I don't want to play his voice note on the thing for the sake of an anonymity. An- an- Making it anonymous, anonymous, girl, no words, anonymous, anonymity, 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 to maintain his ambiguity. Okay, anonymous anonymity, whatever. We're respecting this listener's privacy. We're not gonna play the voice note, but the I want to j- make up a name for him. Okay, what do we want to call him? Pablo. Well, okay. So <laughs> pa- Pablo wants to know um, why do women get? I'm already offended. I, I know. I was a little like. And I wanted to reach for more context, but I also didn't want to um, taint the integrity of the letter. I wanted it to be organically um, sourced, if that makes sense. We're going to organically drink it with. Dang, man. Oh, my God. I'm just like, so, um, they're going to catch on me. They're going to be like, yeah, she can't. Gonna <laughs> they're going to be like, yeah, just bring her eyes up. <laughs> this, was, this was chaotic. Okay. So, <laughs> she's just like, hey. I don't like the word chaotic. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, do you accept my apology? Oh, Dylan will ask. Anyway, so Pablo wants to know, why do women get relationship advice from... I really hate the way he framed it, but basically, in his mind, from women who are not qualified to give the advice. And so I really was hoping that what he meant was... From single women? I was hoping he meant that, but it's not what he meant. He meant, it was, okay, I'm just going to be real. It gave me very strong respectability politics vibes. So he has women on a hierarchy. And if you're not yes, high, if, if you're, you're not, because he referenced Michelle Obama, for example. Like, why wouldn't you ask a woman like Michelle Obama, who's been married for X amount of years, why would you just ask a random? That's what he said, a random. And I'm like, oh. Pablo, I'm not answering your question because I'm offended. I'm just playing. <laughs> answer the question no, because no, no. I, 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 I i don't know how to answer that so here's the thing um this is this is just pablo you might be mad at me because i you know but i think that you have to get it out of your head that one woman is more valuable than another i think in order for you to like because regardless of a woman's relationship status regardless of whether she's been in a relationship or married for 20 some odd years or if she's single women are naturally wise. Some of us make some bad choices because some humans make bad choices, but women, we have intuition. We sub healthy 
balanced women. We naturally are going to support each other. Okay. I've given some of my friends, some of the best relationship advice ever while I was single. Some people are single for a reason. Some people are single because they choose to be single. And you know why some people choose to be single? Because the pickings are slim. Okay. And so I would rather take relationship advice from a single woman who is choosing to be single because the options that are coming her way are not that great than to take relationship advice from somebody who's probably been married like 30 years and has been miserable for the whole 30 years. You know, for the, for the new year, I met this lady, sweetest lady. Um, her husband had gifted her a new wedding ring. Like he replaced her old ring. It was a beautiful ring too. It was very um, blingy. It was a lot. It was gorgeous. They'd been married for like, a long time, maybe 30 years or something wild like that. You know that lady, that? you know that lady said to me and my friend, my home girl, cause my home girl is newly married. She's like two years in and she's like, yo, I hate this nigga. Like I'm trying to, do- <laughs> <laughs> she, she obviously doesn't hate her husband, but she's at that point. Like, is it normal to really want to choke out my husband? Because I want to choke him. And the lady was like, oh yeah, for the first 10 years of your marriage, you have to raise your husband. And I laughed <laughs> my ass off. Let me finish. Call me at random because I ain't raised a little nigga. I said, that, that, don't, that don't sound like what's supposed to happen. And she's like, yeah, no. And granted, this lady got married at like 17 or 18. Oh, okay. So, so I definitely took that. But the times when she got married, that was normal for people in her age group to get married right after high school and stuff. But we obviously know like y'all just got married too young. Like, of course you ended up raising him, you know, but regardless, she believes in her heart that this is how a marriage is supposed to go. Cause this is how the marriages before hers went. And she feels like her marriage survived because for the first 10, 10 years, no, I'm not doing that. And so for me, I made a choice to be single. When I decided, you know what? I'm done with this whole relationship thing. I don't want a counterpart. I'm good. I made a choice to be single. I was living in it. I was happy. I was like, I'm going to be a single-ass homemaker. Me and my child going to be late. We're traveling the world together. You know, things changed. However, at the end of the day, I think, for one, um, Pablo, you need to get it out of your head that some women are more qualified based on their marital status. Cause some, we don't know what Michelle Obama and Barack Obama's marriage is like. They could fucking hate each other for all we know. At the end of the day, politicians be getting in some political ass marriages. Obviously I'm not saying that that's the Obama's case, but I'm saying we can't make an assumption about somebody's status or their eligibility to speak on something based on optics. Okay. I think, sorry to cut you off, but I have to get us on my head before I forget. Yeah. Just because you do not value someone or find their opinion valuable or their beliefs or, or, or um, whatever valuable doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't. Exactly. So you might not value Bamquisha, but your girlfriend might. And that's just her business at the end of the day. She trusts Bamquisha. She... <laughs> <laughs> you really she don't have values Bamquisha. She loves Bamquisha. And if she and if she trusts her and all of that, then that's her prerogative to take that advice. So cause men be doing it too. Why don't you ask why don't why do humans take advice from randoms and not high quality individuals? Because I still want to know why Tyrone is asking fucking Bradley on the basketball court about how to treat his woman when Bradley they'll just be slinging dick left and right. Yeah. So what's up? Yeah. Just because you don't value that person doesn't mean that they're not valuable. 
Yeah. Oh, I like that. Mm, okay, come through with the gems. <laughs> so um, I hope that answered your question. Um, feel free to give us a little more context because I definitely was taken aback by that question. I guess, um, I think that does answer the question though. Um, at the end of the day, to answer your question, um, women, we turn to our friends. We treat our friends. When we, we turn to who we value. We turn, we turn to who we value. And at the end of the day, when women form a tribe, that's who they're going to turn to. We see our friends as not just somebody to go shopping with. This is somebody like we value our friendships. You know what this is giving me? This reminds me of, remember when, uh, who was that girl? Chili, that lady, excuse me. But she had a little reality show. She was looking for a man and y'all. Oh, that was weird. And she had this little reality show and her homegirl was like, I guess you could say like her consultant for how to attract these men and keep these men interested or whatever, right? Or how to appeal to these men. And everybody was like, well, is sis married? Why is she going to her? And it's because she was a fat black woman and they didn't value her and they found Chili to be more valuable and couldn't understand why a woman like Chili needed advice from a woman like her who was allegedly single. But sis had to defend herself and be like, I'm single for a reason. I'm single because I know what I want. and if I don't get what I want, I'm cool being single. Chili is looking for a man. And in her, in such a desperate search for a man, maybe she needs to change some things about her yeah. to appeal to a man since she so bad wants a man. And I agreed with sis. Drag me. And she didn't say it in those harsh words because y'all know I'm just a gangster. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's essentially what it was. And it's true. So just... It just all goes back to value. Of course, people value Chili more than that lady. But yeah. to me, that lady made so much sense because yeah. Chili was rigid, as gorgeous and talented as Chili is. Sis was rigid. Sis was annoying. Like, I used to watch that show. And as I, I was, what, 12, between 12 and 14, and I was just yeah. like, girl, you ain't gonna never find a man. I don't remember any of those details. All I remember is Chili on TV looking for a man. I don't remember the friend. She was annoying. Oh my she, God. she was so annoying. She had this whole list. And I'm all for having a list, right? But I believe in just, you have your list, you stick to it, and you don't try to change other people to suit your list. Exactly. And that was Chili's issue. From what I remember, I could be wrong, but yeah. Chili kept meeting guys but wanting them to be the man she wanted like at one point she was allegedly dating Floyd Mayweather everybody know how he is she wanted him to be her ideal man so bad and obviously she wasn't saying it but that's what it was and like some I mean, stuff money, like that though, I would want you to be my money gorgeous black shit. man he's dumb as rock so I don't know why you would want to be with him but still you know what I mean <laughs> but I hope Deidre answered your question because I didn't no, I think to answer your question, you asked why do women go to randoms for advice? And the answer is that if a random is her friend and she values that random, she's going to go to her for advice. And if you don't like it, you can find a woman who aligns more with what you believe is valuable in friendships. And in humanness. And in humanness, yeah. So I hope that answered the question. Thank you for submitting the, the question. It was definitely an interesting thing. Um, tell us in the comments. Send a follow-up. Yeah, send a follow-up. I definitely want some more context. You know, I'm nosy. I like hearing your business. Um, y'all, and also, if you want your questions to be answered on the show, please send them through. We're not always going to be dragging people, and I don't think we dragged Pablo at all tonight. I don't, I, I don't think we dragged Pablo. I don't think we dragged Pablo at all. Thank you guys for coming to the party. Oh, uh-uh, girl. Oh, we're not? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We have, we, we're introducing a new segment. Oh, that's right. Okay, you can introduce it. Since I'm, I'm going to introduce it. <clears throat> so, oh this segment is about reading. Because we, honestly, uh-huh. most people in our age group who are on social media and who text on all that good stuff, we can comfortably say that they literally only read texts, emails, and social media. 
lot of them. Oh, because I was supposed to say, I know I recently started reading books again. I be reading. Okay. All I'm saying is the new segment is, I don't have a name for it yet, but it's basically just like a, what am I reading? What are you reading? Kind of thing. So okay. it's just going to be like suggesting a book. Yeah. This is not a book club. Okay. This is not me telling you to buy the book. This is me just being like, hey, y'all, I recently read this book. Or, hey, y'all, I'm about to read this book. Yeah. So, obviously, I'm about to read the five apology languages. So, I hope you choose to read it. If you do, we can engage on social media about our findings and what we agree with, what we disagree with, what we think is bullshit. Um, and bring it to the podcast. You know, if you want to send in, like, a little email, like, oh, bitch, I read that book and it was trash. Or, oh, bitch, I read that book and it was a shit. Do that. But that's a new segment. We're just going to be flinging in a book and hoping that you guys read it because reading is fundamental and we need to start reducing how much time we spend on social media because it's turning us into dopamine fiends. Oh. Yes, girl. Well then. So that's that. Oh, fun. Well, I'm actually, my coworker and I just like swapped books. So I am, I let her borrow the four agreements and she let me borrow the secret. So I haven't started reading it. I have it. the secret. You, you have the secret? Mine, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Well, I have it on like Apple books. No, I like to read actual books. Um, she got <laughs> sorry. I gotta go. I gotta go, I gotta, I gotta go do things. Um, go so yeah, my coworker and I, we did like a little book swap. And so I'm, I was going to start it the other night, but I was too tired. But yeah, so I'm going to be reading The Secret. So hopefully by next episode, um, I've finished it. It's... No? No, I mean, read it. Oh, you, you seem a little... Mm. No, I'm thinking you, you, it, you'll read it in less than a week. Oh, no, I know it's going to take me a little bit of time. That's a short book. Yeah. Anyway, you guys, thank you guys for tuning in. All right, sorry the episode is late or whatever, but we ain't going to do this no more. You know, we got things to do. Everybody's busy, okay? Yeah, like, we got more. Shop Rich Noir. Hey, Isaiah's booked, busy, fixing her. You know, she got a lot going on. Shop Masha Thrift. Shop Thrift Masha Co. Thrift Co. Don't play. Okay. Um. All right, you guys. We're going to catch y'all in the next one. Bye. Good Up is hosted and produced by Deidre Ritter and Hey, Isaiah Quinones Ivory and is a proud member of the Kicking It family. Find us on all social media platforms at Good Up Pod. Use hashtag Good Up Tuesday to continue the conversation and get access to exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash goodup podcast.